I'm gonna suck your fucking dick. All right, and welcome to the totally inappropriate radio show here on the Skyhawk After Dark Radio Network. Yay, Skyhawk! <laughs> and of course, you if you always do this. Oh. oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. That I know that was for me. No, that was not for you. Uh, thank you. That thank was you. not for you. Much appreciated. Much deserved. Much deserved. You know, I do have something for you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the applause is... Okay. Somebody got a soundboard. Okay, I see. Okay, so if you guys have been living under a fucking rock and you don't know anything about anything, then you probably don't know who I am because you're a fucking idiot. But if you are one of those rare few idiots out there, I'm Kimber Haven. I'm a living legend and I'm fucking amazing. And who do I got to my right here? What Incredibly nauseous just from I know. I was like, I'm trying to hold back my vomit. Oh wow. You know, the love in this room is palatable. By the way, I'm Lexus. I just got really nauseous. I apologize. I mean, whew. Lexus. It sounds like XLX. I'm just saying. Sounds like what? XLX. Sounds like excellence to me. Oh. Is that (laughs) what you piss? Yep. Yeah, okay. Who do you got to your right in the producer chair? Uh, well, you have the not-so, well, I am pint-sized, but not-so-powerful anymore, Raven Rocks. What? How'd you lose your power? <laughs> <laughs> she, From was, not- she was bit by a spider. That's beauty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the powerhouse I used to be. Why? Because you're thanks, old as fuck? Thanks, hormones. Well, yeah, hormones. <laughs> it's hormones. It's not because you're old as fuck. I'm not as old as you. You're almost. Okay. Almost. Almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. You, you notice how Lexus is carefully staying <laughs> out of this one. I'm the youngest one here, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's still not that far ahead of the game. I'm just saying. Bitch, you always going to be older. You're yeah. always going to be older. Yeah, but I'm aging so goddamn well. I'm like fucking Johnny. Really? I'm, I'm I, Patrick Stewart in that I thing. I wish the audience could hear you get up from your chair. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> I'm Patrick Stewart in this shit. I'm like, I'm going to be like looking good forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, the motherfucker looked exactly like he did from the 90s. When I was watching um, uh, Star Trek The New Generation. He hasn't changed a fucking day. You, you don't look like you did from the 90s. <laughs> no and, and you know it probably helps that patrick stewart probably looked like he was 70 when he was 30 that he hasn't aged because like you when know, he was 30 he looked 70 so now that his age is actually caught up he looks the same during the next generation i would have swore he was in his like late 50s early 60s oh, that's how old was he oh uh, i don't know I fucking why, why you bring up facts with no facts Oh, Jesus. What the fuck is wrong with you? Don't bring up no facts with no facts. You mean topics with no facts? You know, I always thought that Patrick Stewart was this old and this old, but in actuality, I have no fucking clue how old he actually was. Well, he's still alive, so he couldn't have been that damn old. Well, yeah, he's still alive, but goddamn, uh, Michael Douglas just died. That's not saying much. You know, I'm not very comfortable here. Or not Michael Douglas. Is it? Was that? Uh, what was it, Douglas? The old Douglas. 
He's really rickety old Douglas. Kurt. He's 81. That's it, Kurt. He's 81. So, yeah, he would have been in his 60s 20 years ago. Well, I think it was, I, I hate to burst he your bubble. He looks good for 80, though. Hate to burst your bubble was more like 30 yes. years ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I know that it seems like, uh, fucking Lexus was flipping the fuck out. Because she was telling me about Lord of the Rings. Which we watched as a couple in the movie theaters. We went and saw each one of them in the movies, uh, all three of them, and sat through the three long, I, three hour long films. I liked them all, but the same reason I liked it is the reason I don't watch it. I don't want to commit three hours. three hours to watching a movie. You only anymore. need to see that shit once, okay? You don't need to yeah. fucking revisit that shit. But anyway, Alexis was waking the fuck out about it. <laughs> Because she's like, it was 20 years ago. Those films were 20 years was ago. Was it? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and we vividly remember going to movie theaters and watching this shit. It seems the, like 10. Yeah, it's been 20 fucking years. Oh, my God. We, See, but I don't know. Here lately, because you and I have both been full-time for a while, I'll start thinking about something, and I'll be like, you know, that was just a couple years ago. You know, but then I got to think, I was not Raven yet, so it's like at least eight years longer. Our, our audience that's not, uh, you know, up and up with the tranny lingo probably thinks you and I just got our first full-time job. Oh, God. People no. are smarter than you give them credit for. MAGA? Unless they're Republican. <laughs> Come on now, woke tards. There's some fucking stupid people on both sides. They now, they think they're smart. They think they're fucking smarter than everybody else with their GEDs and high school educations. I mean, I don't think they're equally as bad because like I was telling this guy the other day. Hey, I have a GED. Ooh. Yeah, but you don't run around thinking you're, you know, woke-tard intelligent. You don't go around telling everybody they need to educate themselves. <laughs> No, I think it though. Oh. <laughs> I do. Okay, she's only pompous in her mind. No, you know what really <laughs> aggravates me is people who can't speak properly. I'm constantly in my brain, like just correcting them. <laughs> but you don't do it in 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 real life. No, I get that because I'm I'm a total grammar Nazi. Whenever I'm typing with somebody and. Stuff like your, your, and your annoying the fuck out of me. Well, the one that annoys me is two. Oh my god, it fucking annoys me. <laughs> People use it improperly. It drives me crazy. Such as, well, when you you say it's too much, it's supposed to be t o o, but constantly I get t o. So you're you're angry not at misspoken language, but miss. Uh, written language. Yeah, well, that and, and spoken as well. <laughs> but yeah. the example you cited was a written example. I know, but she... She, <laughs> was she, she, about, <laughs> she gave the example You're first. just giving her shit, trying to bait her into shit. <laughs> Wait, you think I, I should be on Fox News? Listen, I'm not very comfortable <laughs> right now. You aren't? No, there, there's a Velcro dog... Right under me. Hey, the dog is sleeping move. on me, not you. <laughs> He's, uh, you're, you're complaining about not being able to move. I He's can't literally move. sleeping on me. His legs are sticking out. His head is on my foot. It's your goddamn puppy. 
You can have him. That's <laughs> you shouldn't bring a puppy into the studio. That's the problem. You can have him. She tried to give everything away. When I took you to Orlando, want she Kim- was like, "Anybody no, want Kimber? She's up no for grabs." Take back <laughs> Now she's trying to give her dog uh, away. Yes, Kimber is available, but expensive. <laughs> Kimber is available and but time expensive. consuming. That's true, and high maintenance. I, Very I own high that. I own that. I, I, I'm not in denial of who I am. Fuck. It used to be. I'm a tranny. Of course, I used to be in denial of who I am. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your high maintenance. How was I, I in denial? I don't call the front desk. I knew I was high maintenance. I don't push my own elevator button. <sighs> it's going to be one of those. Only shows. servants push buttons. It's, it's when you guys are going to be ganging up. It's going to be one of those gang up on Kimber shows, isn't it? So what if it is? You didn't get the memo. No, no. Oh, oh I think memos? we intentionally left it out. I, if if I were you, I would take a page out of Mark Meadows and don't send memos. <laughs> there might be a memo of you overthrowing the government. Just don't send memos. Or write a book. <laughs> yeah, and, and <laughs> say that you tried to overthrow the government and go, I got nothing to say to Congress. Yeah. Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> You're going to jail. Fucking asshole. Oh, so, t- tokens here. Trey's <clears throat> here. So it is our last show before Christmas because we're not having one on Christmas Day. Oh, are we going to do one New Year's? Because uh, it's like New Year's Day too, I think. Oh, fucking no. New Year's Day. Yeah. You think I think that far ahead? Fuck. You give me more credit than I deserve. You get for more credit just for thinking. <laughs> Fuck yeah. God damn. I'm, I, get, I get through life because of my fucking personality because I'm so charming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, believe oh, it are you or, serious? Believe it or not, that wasn't one of the jokes I wrote for the show. Yeah. <laughs> that was goddamn funny. Uh, okay, that's hurtful. Hurtful. <laughs> hurtful, a little bit hurtful. Um, was not expecting that reaction. Much like Donald Trump when he I'm, gave his address to the United Nations and they all laughed at him. I was not expecting that, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'll roll with it. Bitch. Anyway. You can cry. You can cry. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So anyway, it's going to be like our last show before Christmas because we're not going to have one on Christmas Day because we're dedicated to our audience, but not that dedicated. So, I mean, it's Christmas Day. Go fuck yourself, guys. I mean, it's just saying it's Christmas Day. So, Oh, there's that winning personality. <laughs> oh, God damn what I marry you. But anyway. I uh, think the same thing every day. <laughs> so since it's Christmas time and the bells will be ringing. So, are you girls finally fucking done with your shopping since I was done a long time ago? It's because you don't... I would like to get a few more stocking stuffers, but yeah. Oh, Christmas shopping has become so easy. You want to go with us and go shopping for stocking stuffers? There's no point. Here's what shopping has become. It's go on Amazon and click buy. That's that's how intense See, Token gets it. I don't know why you don't get it. Token gets it. (laughs) Okay, Billy Idol. (laughs) Well, what does is, what is Token get? What is he saying? What kind of shit is he fucking talking? What is he saying? He said he's ready to enjoy the show. He will, because I'm here to entertain him. Merry Christmas to the Charmer. See, I don't think he meant that uh, facetiously. No. Oh, I know he did. No, I think he yeah. recognizes how charming I no. am. No, no, no. Why do you automatically assume that's sarcastic? Uh, because uh, he, t- he completely separated you from us. 
what, what do you mean? Merry Christmas to the charmer. Of course, he separated me from you because I am the charmer. No. What, what makes you think he was... How did you read sarcastic from a text message? From a messenger. You know how? How? I've got skills. I'm just saying Sarcasm, that, no sarcasm. Perhaps you're putting false context into the message. No. And per- in actuality... you just don't know how annoying you fucking are. <laughs> in actuality, he recognizes me as his true charmer. That could happen. No. Yes. No. That's going to be the reality we're going to go with. Nope, because you're going to have to change your name in live chat then. You know, there's so much hate in the room today, and I am trying to be in the spirit of Christmas, the spirit of loving my fellow. (laughs) He he just chimed in. Go ahead and read it. Sarcasm (laughs) it was. Oh, thanks for having my back token. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) Just just choosing sides now. Okay. It's. It's everybody hates okay, Kimber Day. It's okay. You sank my battleship, but it's okay. It's going to be okay. So, Wait, see, when we sent out the memo, we sent it to everybody except for you. First of all, if you could have sent it to me. I could barely open it. As an, especially That's true. If you put it as an attachment, I would never read it. I, I wouldn't know how to fucking open it. I'm, I'm fucking tech-tarted. So, I mean, you could send out a memo, include me, but I'm not going to get it. What, why? <laughs> What would be the purpose of that? But anyway, I'm trying to be festive here. I'm trying to love my fellow man and trying, Bullshit! you know, dick the halls and be holly jolly and shit. More dick the halls. Uh, not really. I'm a dry spell, you know. No, because you're a dick. And, you know, that's, you're getting personal now. And I'm trying to be vested into the Christmas spirit. I think that like the Grinch and uh, Scrooge, you need a visit. You need either to have your heart enlarged by four sizes or have a visit. Or a Kimber removed. Because you are not in the spirit. Have have you guys seen the theory or heard the theory? The Big Bang one? No, that the... I heard his crap. You almost made me spit my drink out, you jerk. (laughs) That the Grinch is actually, was his name Jack from The Nightmare Before Christmas? You know, that's a bunch of nerds around the keyboard, right? I don't know if you can consider that theory. I mean, that that's right up there with MAGA going, you know, I heard a theory. Yeah, sure you did, pal. Oh, my God. Sure you did. I watched a, a, a YouTube video. They were talking about QAnon. Okay. And they were showing the shit they come up with. Yeah. They were like, waiting for JFK. They were like, well, yeah, but they were doing shit like. <laughs> you just glance over that. Yeah, well, yeah. JFK. Was supposed to come back on, say, because I can't remember the date, but on 11 7 2020 or 2021. I'm going to always And these this. motherfuckers are like, if you take 11 and subtract it from 7 and add it to 2021 <laughs> and multiply it by 4. They become Jim Carrey and the yes. number 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get when Jesus is coming back. And, and, and you know, <laughs> I, I, okay, these are evangelical nut jobs as well. So. Of all people in the history of mankind, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from JFK. He was a, he was a good president. I mean, especially when you're comparing him to like Donald Trump or something. But 
he wasn't, I mean, he was well known for being a womanizer and fucking around. He, he fucked didn't, yeah, I was about to say, he didn't have to pay porn stars to sleep with but him. why choose well, him? He, he had a personality and he was good looking. <laughs> but why use him as your patron saint to rise from the ashes for rebirth? What constitutes in their mind that this man is destined to be rebirthed upon this earth like Jesus fucking Christ? What, what makes JFK Jesus worthy here where he's going to be risen from the grave? I mean, they already believe that Jesus was risen from the grave. I mean, why not JFK too? Why'd I mean, you, they already believe why'd that. Why'd you go all Southern Baptist there for a second? Because they are fucking idiots. I mean, religion, is it really much of a stretch between yeah. believing JFK is going to come back and religion you in said, general? You said, bring him back from the grave. Just Hallelujah. Like, yeah. Amen. Pretty much. Amen. Do not think of the cross as a cross, but as oh a holy God. plus sign and give, give till you hurt my when friends. Thank I'm, you, Raven. What? For that. Thank you. I'm, <laughs> I'm originally from upstate New York. My parents aren't religious at all. When I got married, my ex was Southern Baptist and took me to church. And they were talking about sacrifice. And I'm sitting there. Like satanic? A Yankee. Like no with a dagger. And he's like, like he's like and and if you give a sacrifice, it must be without blemish, and it must be given of your own free will. Say amen, brother. And I was like, what the fuck did I get myself into? And that's when they pass the offering plate around. Yeah, mm-hmm. just beggars and in, in collars. Well, they are beggars and collars. This is the same church that would not allow dancing. Ooh, at foot the loose. reception. Yeah. That's like what foot I said. Everybody go foot loose. No, you can't have Same that church that caused her parents to have to, or wanted them to burn their TVs. They wanted to do like a big book burning in the parking lot, mm-hmm. but with TVs. It's Yoda would say, mm, dancing leads to happiness. Happiness leads to fucking. <laughs> and you can't have Fucking that. leads to the dark side. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I'm a Sith fucking Lord at this point. So anyway, I'm getting off fucking topic because you're so goddamn not festive. You're just so grumpy. And I'm trying to be festive and full of holly jolly Listen, fucking cheer. At this point, it's been, what year are we in? What year are we in? <laughs> well, we're not in here but for a few more days, but 21. So it's been 23 <laughs> years putting up with your shit. Huh? That's 23 amazing years for you. That's why I'm not festive. I mean... That's a long time for you to be back. That's my a glory. long time to be putting up with your shit. Most people do not get that much amazing time with me. <laughs> oh, they're You're so welcome. lucky. They're so lucky. But anyway, okay. So did you girls have any weird Christmas traditions that your family did that was like your family's little Christmas. Like a, a lot of people, like I didn't even know until a few years back what a fucking elf on a shelf was. Well, back then we, you, you didn't do that stupid shit. Yeah, I didn't know what an elf on a shelf was. Uh, well, I think that all caught on because of the internet. Somebody, you know, started it and and because things can go viral now, it yeah, just... A bunch of sheep. I, yeah. I don't know if it was a tradition, but it happened every year. My brother would puke. <laughs> When he was little, he would get so excited, he would make himself sick. So every Christmas, he would puke. Only Raven would come up with that. 
Only Raven. It's not really <laughs> what I was going for. Like, we didn't have any... Well, okay, so... That's not true. Actually... Yeah, I know you have at least one. We were discussing it the other day. So, in our home, we would have basically game night. And this is why. Because my game parents... Night? Game night. Oh, I thought you said gang night. Yes, we, we all Just ganged up on Mexicans? each other. <laughs> Just because they're fucking Mexicans. You are so white. Wow. <laughs> She I'm hey, here's gang night because it comes from you Mexican. You can't be the only asshole on the yeah, show. Yeah, Mexicans can't have game night. They I just gotta have gang night with their vatos. every once in a while. Okay, but how is gang <laughs> night with your vatos? Tell us about gang night with your vatos <laughs> in the barrio. Okay, so this was why. She said her parents weren't religious. My parents were super religious Catholics and Hispanic Catholics at that. So we would have to stay up till midnight to open our gifts. Why, you ask? At midnight? Why, you ask? Because Jesus was born at midnight, and that's Oh, my we, God. Yeah. <laughs> so, us kids who were tiny at the time would try to play games and stay up until midnight so we could open our gifts. Or, see, you flash forward many years, and your reply would be like, all right, well, I'm just going to go to bed. I'm fucking tired. I'll, I'll open them when I wake up. I exactly. don't care. Whatever the fuck. No, what would happen is when we fell asleep, my mom would wake us all up at midnight. To torture the children. <laughs> See, my dad was so lazy. After, How after lazy they, was he? After they were divorced, my dad would go, you want to open your Christmas presents tonight? Because he didn't want to get up in the morning. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's not the only tradition you had. Oh, you're talking about tamales? Yeah, you, you're about to teach uh, Raven. You're about to pass oh, I can't this tradition wait on, this Mexican tra- <laughs> tradition on to, to a gringo. Yeah. Your, uh, every, the secrets. Every year we'd make tamales and pozole. And, What's and that? What? Yeah. I no longer drink it. It's like a hot malt drink. And uh, See, every- now Raven's going to want some. No, it's, it's not good. My, <laughs> well, it's not good. Not good selling. The point. tradition, I guess, for a drink in my family was it was like apple apple cider and like Sprite and then like a bunch of cloves and shit thrown in it and you put it in a crock pot and you're supposed to drink <laughs> you it smoked warm. It and I never you injected. It. I never it liked it. I never liked it, but that was her thing. So why are you passing on these traditional secrets to that gringo? Oh, because she wanted to learn. That's, I guess, a good reason. <laughs> See, I don't think that it is. Oh, look at cultural appropriation. Yeah, I don't think it's cultural appropriation. If you want to learn my culture, cool. I mean, she, today, well, yeah, as much today to bring that up. <laughs> she was talking about going to see a mari- mariachi. I came across the TikTok video where this mariachi band was playing. Oh, it wasn't really a band. It was a guy with a trumpet and a guy with a guitar. But they were playing, and this patron just busts out in the song, and it was extremely cool. Oh, yeah, and that, well, that and, Vincent, whatever his name is. Well, yeah, because I told her, and it, it even says it. It's in Spanish, but Mexican it says Elvis. it's a tribute to Vicente Fernandez, who yeah, just passed name. away. Mexican Elvis. He, okay, so they call him the Sinatra of ranchero music. Yeah, Mexican and, Elvis. Um, yeah, he, I, I, I say he's more like Elvis because he, he did movies, he did music. Okay, so that brings up another question. When he sings. What's the difference between ranchero and mariachi? 
Different type of enchilada entirely. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just kind of, it's really closely, well, that's not true. Rancheros more like country, I guess. Okay. And you can make a lot of a, a, a lot of a mariachi, of course, too. So you can just incorporate. So if you listen to Ranchero and you understand it, does the wife leave and the dog die? And no, <laughs> I mean it's mostly about women. It is, but there's there's some really cool songs. I've got a lot of them. Well, I mean, and mariachis. I mean, they fucking kill the fuck out of drug dealers. That's how they keep drug dealers in check uh, in Mexico because so many mariachis are carrying fucking shit in their guitar cases that they just shoot the fuck what out the of drug dealers. What the fuck dealer. movie was that? <laughs> Wasn't it that movie with Antonio Banderas yes. where he Antonio carried the Banderas. machine gun in the so guitar case? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Desperado. <laughs> it was also Once Upon a Time in Mexico. It was also El Mariachi. You know, I never thought he was <clears throat> sexy until I saw him in uh, Do the Song. What's when? Oh yeah, yeah, I like that song. Yeah, it, the opening uh, number of Desperado. <laughs> yeah, ay 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 ay, ay mi amor. See, my exposure to Hispanic culture as a child was the. Let me guess, they cleaned your house. Gangbangers. No, no, my parents were <laughs> much like her. School. No, my only exposure was that little Hispanic mouse on. Looney Tunes. Oh, my God. Speedy Gonzalez? <laughs> yes. That's the exposure to Mexican Speedy Gonzalez? Well, that and... Uh, arriba, arriba! Cheech and Chong. Well, Whoa. Chong is not yeah, fucking Yeah, I know Mexican. he's not, but... <laughs> Cheech can't even speak Spanish. Did you know that? No. He can't even speak Spanish. Well, he's from East L.A. He's so American. Have you ever <laughs> hey, watched interviews? Hey, I was born in East L.A. I'm just going back to that song that he did in the 80s. Watch fucking Nash Bridges, <laughs> and you see what Cheech Marin really sounds and acts like. He doesn't sound or act. He's putting on a character when he's doing Cheech. He's doing a total fucking character, because Cheech Marin, if you ever hear him talk, he's just totally normal. Yes, but like I, Mr. Miyagi. I was a Pat white Rita. kid from upstate New York. I didn't know the difference. You are so white bread. I learned Spanish in high school, but my Spanish teacher was a fucking white woman. I mean, the only tradition I had growing up in Christmas was my my mom was a big juvenile, um, and she didn't want to wait <laughs> until Christmas. So usually uh, the negotiations would start like a week before, and she would start negotiating with my father. Well, it's okay if we let him just open one. See, I... Now, me as a mother, I started incorporating new traditions because I wanted our son to have those memories growing up for when he had kids. Which he did. <laughs> no, he had kids. Yeah, he didn't yeah. become much of a father. No. Douchebag. <laughs> Jesus, I hope he's not listening. Well, I don't fucking care if he is. Hey, stop being a fucking douchebag. Be a man. <laughs> Be a fucking man. Fuck. Those kids deserve better. Fuck. A Be better a father. Man. And man doesn't mean that you're macho. It doesn't mean toxic masculinity. It means you take care of your responsibilities. And you carry yourself with some sort of semblance of personal honor. fucking honor. Jesus fucking Christ. I love seeing those TikTok videos <laughs> where the kids will present the stepdad with the... Uh, with like the adoption papers and they're already adults and just watch the dad just collapse. It's adorable. 
So have you girls been watching like Christmas movies to get into the mood? No. No, that's Um, a lie. Last weekend I watched Jingle All the Way. Oh, that's a good one. With Honey. I watched um, (laughs) Christmas Vacation, what was it, Thursday night? (laughs) Fucking white people. Yeah. I know. It's (laughs) so different now that I'm older. It used to be one of my favorite movies, and now I'm like, ugh. (laughs) Fucking white people can't get their goddamn swimming pool. So... I was I was checking out this movie the other day and there's some things that kind of stood out to me and it's like a Christmas classic but I I guess I was thinking too hard about it because some things Did in you it, hurt yourself? No, it was kind of like I had taken my computer into the bathroom with me and it was kind of like a Kimber Poopiphany. Oh god. But I was watching like a reviews of this famous uh Christmas movie but I started thinking about it and thinking about the plot itself, because they were going over the plot. And I'm like, there's certain things about that plot that are really fucking disturbing. And I never really thought about when I was watching the movie. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. But now that I think about it, it's fucking disturbing. I'm, I'm going to tell you where I'm going with this. Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. I don't think I've seen that movie. With Tim Allen. Yeah, I don't think uh-huh. I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, are you familiar with this movie, Raven? Yes. <clears throat> okay. So I'm going to break down what you already know then because you've watched it. He kills Santa, takes his, yeah, look at her expression, takes his suit and power and becomes Santa. He well, killed him by accident, though. Yeah, he killed him I, accidentally. I was going to say, you know, he is a felon. So. And then he, he killed him by accident <laughs> and then didn't like an elf or something show up and they're like, you got to be Santa. Yeah, exactly. We're going to get to that. <laughs> so it's pre- it starts out pretty fucking twisted, right? Now, is it made by Disney? Because it sure fucking sounds like it. Now, he comes to the North Pole, and he meets the head elf, which is this angry asshole called Bernard. That's <laughs> an angry Jewish kid. Yes. And I'm thinking to myself, whoa, are we watching a Christmas movie? Who the fuck casts a Jewish kid in the main fucking elf role? Why do you think he's so angry? It's like, what the <laughs> fuck are they thinking? Casting a goddamn, obviously, I mean, this guy is suck, a fucking hardcore Jewish and Jewish guy in the lead fucking elf role in a goddamn Christmas movie and they don't even understand irony. It just... You know, um, one movie that I do like, I haven't seen it this year though, is Fred Claus. Yes, but there's other things I got to tell you about Santa Claus. Okay, tell me. Well, I don't know it. I've let's talk about it. Santa Claus too. The Mrs. Claus, even worse. Well, I didn't see that one obviously because I didn't see the first. You one. familiar with this one, Raven? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, you're on my page. All right, now I'm going to tell you something, Lexus. He finds out in fine print after being Santa for a couple of years, that he has to get married, or he won't be Santa anymore. Okay. And if he doesn't get married, he's going to lose all his Santa powers and go back to being a normal person. Okay? Wouldn't you want to? You following me? Yeah. Okay. Now, here's my thought process on this. When I was watching the review of this movie, here's what I thought. The guy before him that was Santa had to do the same shit. So when he killed Santa, did they like... Take the former Mrs. Claus out back and shoot her in the fucking head and then bury her? (laughs) What the fuck happened there? Because he has to find a new woman to become Mrs. Claus. So you know that the Santa that had probably been Santa for 100 years before he murdered his ass had a Mrs. Claus. 
So that person was at the North Pole. Did they get a report on their phone that Santa's life support system was off and go to uh, emergency plan A and then they walk into the room, go, hey, Mrs. Claus, how's it going? And then shoot her in the fucking head and then drag her out back because there's a new Santa in town? I mean, seriously, did no one ever think, what happened to the former Santa's wife? I just want to say that you're probably ruining a whole bunch of kids' well, Christmases I mean, right now. Not only that, but he murdered Santa. And he he shows up at the North Pole and they're just like, hey, oh, what's up? Oh, he did more <laughs> than fucking murder Santa. Because I'm telling you, that man had a wife. He had to to keep his power. So he had a Mrs. Claw. They murdered her too. So as soon as he killed that guy, the elves in the North Pole got the, the life support message. He was off life support. And the elves were like, well, you know what we got to do? You know. <laughs> New boss. We got to kill this guy's wife. It leads, her out back. it leads me to believe that there's been more than one Santa in the last hundred years because they're they're so blasé about the old Santa getting murdered. <laughs> bunch of, a bunch of Mrs. Claus <laughs> graves out back. Bunch of them. There's been like 17 Santa Claus in the last hundred years. All their wives are buried maybe, out back. Maybe it's like Egyptian pharaohs. They like put Santa in his casket and like throw Mrs. Claus in with him so he can have her in the afterlife. <laughs> That's not morbid at all. <laughs> Let her fucking die in a box. All right. So Fred Claus. I mean, Fred Claus is okay. I mean, there's a couple of amazing scenes in there. The support group yes. is one of my favorite scenes. Awesome scene. Yes. But if you think about the movie as a whole, it's not great, but there are a few good scenes. Yes. Well, you know, and here's the thing. Vince Vaughn has gotten to that point where I just get annoyed with him. I'm annoyed with his acting at this point because it's all the same. Yeah. He's the same. Uh, quick talking douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, quick talking douchebag. That, that's his whole thing. He's quick talking douchebag. Yeah. He's, and, he's the same average Joe as in that movie. Dodgeball. And, and Owen Williams is always, uh, he's the non-threatening Man that you could see being friends with and he won't try to rape you. <laughs> oh, wow. Owen Wilson, you mean? Yeah, that's you, yeah, one of the Wilsons. And then there's like Luke, which has no career. He was in like a college movie where they went across. I didn't know. He, he's fucking, he's the loser. Wow. He's the loser. The, that, that's got to suck, you know. You, you're like the Baldwin loser brother. Well, and that's why that, that scene was so fucking funny because the Baldwin brother was in it. Yeah, Daniel Baldwin. <laughs> no, that was, uh, who was it? That was Stephen Baldwin that was in it. I, do do you, you know the different Baldwins? There's Alec and then there's all the rest. I mean, <laughs> it's like, okay, who was it again? Stephen? Mm -hmm. What was he in? What was he in? Uh, Mighty Ducks. Was he? Yeah. Was Stephen Baldwin in Mighty Ducks? Uh, it's been so many years since I, I saw so. that movie. You think so? Oh, no, wait. I'm getting it mixed up. That was Emilio Estevez. Yeah. Oh, oh, I knew he God. was in it. So you proved my point that all <laughs> the fucking Baldwin brothers are forgettable fuck faces that nobody knows or cares the about who they are if they're not The only that Alec. I can even think of, you have Alec Baldwin, and then you have... I think Stephen was in Biodome with Pauly Shore. Yeah, the one that's like blonde he hair. He was, yeah. He looks like a retarded oh, bald one. He did some great movies here. Flintstones. <laughs> I remember him in Flintstones, yeah. He did, he Biodome. Did 
Yeah. Biodome. Is that the Pauly Shore one? Yes. That is yes. such a bad movie. It, it is. But well, I mean, basically anything with Pauly Shore is bad. bad, bad. I mean, there's movies that are just bad because they're not entertaining. And then there's movies that are really bad, but good because even though they're bad, they're fucking entertaining. Like, elect, uh, uh, like Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo. That's a horrible fucking movie, but goddamn, it's entertaining. I've never seen it, but apparently he was born in uh, Born on the Fourth of July. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, that's the Tom Cruise yes. dramedy. He was in the Young Riders. I mean, it's a drama, but I call it dramedy because seeing Tom Cruise in a wheelchair is fucking hilarious. Oh, that's mean. I mean, you always expect it. He does his own stunts in Mission Impossible. <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to go Steve Irwin and fucking end up in a fucking Fourth of July chair for real. So the guys like almost 16 now. I was like, fucking knocking off, Tom. The I was driving to an appointment the other day and I see this decoration for Christmas that I'm like, you know, that's kind of genius because it's very little work. Okay, lay it on me. Now I'm curious. So it's a trailer. Basically, they just put a trailer in front of their house and they put a dummy. That's typical here in Kentucky. <laughs> they put <laughs> they put a dummy in a white robe and put a hose in his hand. Okay, I don't get it. I don't either. Oh my god, it's from it's from Christmas Vacation. Shitter's full. You are really into that movie. No, I used to be. <laughs> I used to be. How did you relate in any I way? I never related to that. Or Home Alone. How, how how as a Mexican little Mexican girl did you relate to these holiday classics? I didn't. But How about Christmas Story? How did you relate to that? I didn't either. Well, I would uh I was probably a bully. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was probably the bully. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that that is one of my traditions. I always have to watch A Christmas Story on Christmas Eve. How about Christmas that, Story 2? No, that, no, that one's And I always had the aunt that gave you the shitty gifts. I I had a grandmother... Like one of the the gifts I really remember that I got for Christmas is I was like 14, 15 years old and she bought me a Pac-Man wallet, Velcro Pac-Man wallet. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get my ass kicked keeping my money in this. Not that I had any money, but my loose change, my, uh, my condom. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't have a condom. I was a loser. You know, I, I, loser. I hated I had a great grandmother that would always give us scarves and mittens and stuff that she knitted. And as a kid, I hated it. I was like, fuck this. I want <laughs> now toys. You, now you get to the age go, oh, that's cute. Yeah, now I'm at the age where I wish I had some of that stuff still because it's really the only thing I have left of my great grandmother. Yeah, yeah, when we first got married, we were given a matching set of scarves that were really cute. Um. We my, a mom, too young for my mom made them. However, we were living in Arizona. Yeah, there was that too. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what happened to them. But now I wish I had them. I think you used one of them for the snowman you built with Sav. No, I don't think so. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think it made it here to Kentucky. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe we use it as a dish rag. See, now, something I grew up with, kind of a Christmas tradition that I guarantee neither of you did, going sliding. 
We would go to my grandmother's house. Yes, we would open gifts at my grandmother's house, eat dinner, and then everybody had to bring their snowsuits because after dinner and opening gifts, the adults would go, all right, kids, get the fuck out of the house and go play. Okay, we need to revisit this. (laughs) Sliding. Did you actually call it sliding? Yes, it's sliding. See, okay, I have to, I have well, to. Well, technically, yes. Did you do a down by the crick? I have to educate you. Did you do a down by the crick? No. Literally, yes, you are sliding. I have to educate you because oh, you're not do. from upstate New York. Okay, I need to educate myself. Okay, I'm ready. Sliding is on like a saucer or a plastic slide or something like that. Sledding? Uh, uh, wait, sledding is on snowmobiles. When people say they're going sledding, they're talking about getting on a snowmobile and riding around. Uh, I don't think that's true. I it is, think you're bitch. I retarded. grew up there. Fuck you. I think you messed up and said sliding. Oh no, sledding. I, I just and typed just into going through, I just typed yeah. in sledding into Google, and there's a bunch of pictures of people actually sledding on sleds, not yeah. snowmobiles. I think you're going above and beyond to cover the, your fuck up. No, it's not a fuck up. <laughs> but I applaud the effort you're putting into people. <laughs> People who rode four-wheelers also didn't say they were going four-wheeling. They said they were just going wheeling. Wow. Alternative facts. I think that you have a career in uh, presidential administration press briefing. Oh, yeah, shut look, up. Even Honey was like, uh, I'm sorry, Raven, what? <laughs> and she, she has this long backstory. You're well, sliding. Come, you're sliding well, I know down you're the sliding. hill. Yes, you, you are. Know, I have gone sliding on a fucking slide. I don't give a shit what you say. Where I'm from but, also said crick, too. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I I believe that it was a extremely elaborate attempt to make it sound like you, no. you actually meant to say sliding. But I applaud the amount of God, effort. if anybody on here is from upstate New York, please chime in. I'm actually impressed with the amount of effort you put in to cover these tracks. It's like you just piled manure on manure on manure. <laughs> and it's just like, bravo. I'm bravo. done. I'm done. I'm taking my shit and going home. <laughs> bravo, bravo. So, um, wait, wait, stop picking at the table. I'm picking at it. I wonder. What, what? Why do you have this fascination with picking? Why do you care? Because it's weird. You're weird. Why do you have a fascination with being an asshole? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like when she drinks, she has to pick and peel at her beer bottle. They're they're. Can be no labels on her beers. I like it smooth. Okay, then. <laughs> I'm not, not really sure what that was about, but okay, moving on. Um, that was a little disturbing. So, I was thinking about this video game. Thank you, Token. Thank you. Next generation athletes find their calling at Whistler Sliding Center. But and that's he's holding what the a place, sled. That's what the place is called. Yeah, because you do slide when you go sledding. I mean, it's the act of sliding. So how the fuck am I wrong? Because it's a sled. Not everybody slides on a sled. You slide on a sled. So No. What <laughs> sliding if you're, is what the sled does. What if you're sliding on a saucer? It's still a sled. No, it's, it's a not. It's a saucer. Sled. It's a you saucer. You still go sledding. Okay, miss, I never grew up in a northern state. I never grew up retarded. <laughs> if that's what you're you're trying to say, I never grew up fucking walking sideways. Did you spend time in North Dakota? I did, yes. 
Yes. I, I don't have a lot of recollection. I was a, just a child, just a wee, wee lad at the so time. So you probably don't remember going sliding. <laughs> you were so retarded. Hey, <laughs> no, I don't I, remember going hey, sliding. I recall, if you're calling me retarded, you're calling token retarded too, and that's racist. I recall <laughs> going sliding all the time. And I also recall getting burned on those fucking slides. As far as I know, token might be retarded. Pork and beans. I wouldn't fucking know. And there's the uh, lovely Kimber again. What? What? It's true I wouldn't fucking know. I could just assume he's high functioning. She never stopped. Maybe his aunt or something is typing for him. I don't know. Maybe he's drooling. He has a drool bucket right now. and, And his aunt is trying to like type for him. I don't fucking know. (laughs) <laughs> so I was thinking about this video game and this is a total young person's video game and I don't understand the appeal of it past the age of six or so but it's so popular it was so popular when we were young and I just don't get it dance dance revolution first of all at our age it would kill us <laughs> I mean fuck you I'm not clearing the stage I'm going to the hospital I'm, I'm having a panic attack brought on by the flashing lights. Thank you, Rodney. What does Rodney say now? What did he say? He's from New York City. They, they don't even get snow there. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, uh, it's, it's fake news. Anything that's contradictory <laughs> to sliding is fake news. So, anyway, Dance Dance Revolution. And I'm thinking to myself that it's basically a Simon Says a human Simon says, and you see full grown people like in their teens and young adults playing this game. And it just seems a little infantile to jump around on the a- only, um, exposure I have to it was from watching grandma's boy. And that's it. I've never actually seen the game in person. You don't, you, you didn't go to a lot of arcades, did you? Like Dave uh, Buster's. No, when when back in my day, arcades didn't have <laughs> back games in like your that. Day. Back in my day, we played Pac-Man. God damn it! Yes, we did. We chased ghosts around, turned exactly. them blue, and ate them. Yep. Ate power pellets. <laughs> so, okay, let me ask you girls a question: What was your jam when you were a little tiny kid? When you went to the grocery store, was your jam begging? For change for the grocery store ride, you know what I'm talking about. A little rocket ship or whatever they had out front. Just go up and down. You'd think it was the best fucking thing ever. The grocery store ride or the little plastic bubbles that came in the vending machine that had little cheap ass fucking toys in there. The bubbles. You like yeah, the little the cheap ass bubble toys. toys? You didn't like the ride? You weren't an adrenaline no. junkie? No. You didn't want to jump on that little horsey or rocket and go... Well, because you could look at those even as a child God. and go like... Wow, that sucks. I'm going to sound rich like Kimber when I say this, but I didn't have to ride on the stupid horses at the grocery store because my parents had horses. Well, no offense, but there's a lot of people around these parts that have horses I wouldn't consider high society. I'm just saying. (laughs) Fucking probably fuck their... Those fucking things are expensive, though. Probably fuck their sister around here. Saying bunch of fucking horse raising sister fuckers. Wow. It's fucking Kentucky. We got you Rand know, Paul and Mitch McConnell here. You Jesus. 
you brought up video games. And I know you are going to hate this. You aren't even going to want to. You're going to be like, what the fuck? Okay, I got to go. But oh, for- fuck you. You get out of this? <laughs> you get to walk the fuck away when Raven starts a conversation? Oh, fuck you. Jealous. Yes. Take me with you. <laughs> and she wonders why I never come up with anything for the show. Take me with you, please. Hey, our fans, which... Demand I, more Raven? No, I'm sure... <laughs> There's a good, there's a you. big majority of them that are video game nerds. Okay. Okay. Let's talk video. I'm ready. I'm ready. Fuck you, Lexus. <laughs> Enjoy your escape. Fuck you. It's not. No, it's news. It's, I'm not talking about a specific video game, but the Unreal 5 engine What's has that? been released. What's that? It's a new physics engine for video games. Oh, fuck you, Lexus, for walking away from this conversation. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Look at the screenshot I just put up in chat. Fuck you, Lexus. They are making video games ultra realistic now with this new Unreal Engine. So they're basically doing Free Guy? Pretty much. I mean, the shit looks real. It literally looks like you're just... See, in the the demos, they... They redid parts. You watch demos? You play demos? Yes. They re- no, it's not. A, like I said, it's not a video game. Ooh, you take this seriously. Okay. It's not a video game. It's not a video but game. But they did like some scenes from the original Matrix to show you what this Unreal Engine can do. And it literally looks just like you're watching the movie, but it's a real-time video game. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. And a lot of times. See, and you wonder games. why I don't talk about shit no, on the show. I, it's just I'm not much of a gamer. I'm I I'm too old for that, I believe. But you know, it, I'm not. Well, I am, but I'm very specific about my games. They have to be stellar games, mm. and this looks like it's going to change the entire industry. The gaming industry. Yes. What's what's the new console they're on? I don't even know. Unreal Engine doesn't come on console. No, I mean there's a new console. I, what was the well, PlayStation? Well, you got the, the you got Xbox the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X. Oh Jesus Christ! That's like a they're both like a thousand dollars. I ain't spending a thousand dollars on a fucking console. I don't even keep up with the new consoles. I, I don't see how people fucking have time for that shit. Life life is busy. <laughs> You never have fucking time. The thing that that that's well, most in demand in life is time. And that's why when I play video games, like our friends Kirsten and Caitlin, they're always online playing video games with like online people. I don't like that because like you said, I don't have time to play games. So by the time you log in, it's time for me to go do something else. I like on the Xbox, if you pause a game and you go do other things on the xbox when you come back it just picks it right up there so i can play for five or ten minutes when i have a few minutes and then i can shut it back off and go do what i gotta do and then revisit it later and 
I'm still working on fucking editing the fucking video you did with Honey last week. And then I got to do a photo shoot tonight. I got to edit those photos. And I got to get those going. And then I got to work on the fucking release that we have to put out or to get the distributor off my fucking ass. Who the fuck has time to sit down and play fucking video game for a couple hours? Who the fuck has time to go to the stu- oh, no, what studio adult. To, the, to the club last night so I can network? You. I didn't have time. I was working. I was working while I was there. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All hey, right, for- don't don't get pissed because my work involves socializing and uh-huh. yours involves sequestering yourself into your little chick cave. <laughs> okay. So, um, for our listeners who don't know, there is a, uh, in Lexington, Kentucky, there's a tea girl party. And they have a tea girl night. It's like twice a month. And it's at, what's that place called now? French Connections. French Connections in Lexington. And twice a month they have a T-Girl party. And it's what, first and last? First and third Fridays. First and third Fridays. And we used to, uh, before we were a big name and our company took off, we used to dance there all the time, twice a month at each party. But now we really don't have time. However, it usually has some really good girls there that we mm-hmm. can poach for porn. So Raven, I had a um, client last night, and Raven decides that she's going to go to the tea girl party. I didn't decide. One of the girls from Chicago that we know was dancing there last night, and it was her birthday bash, so they requested Angela that Longcock. I... Yes. Angela Longcock. She requested that I attend. And like I said, I skipped the last one so that she was at, so I kind of had to go. Okay, so? I got to maintain relations with the girls. So you've been wanting to talk about the tea girl party. Now's your chance. Tell me what happened at oh the tea girl party. Oh, my God. To start <clears throat> out. Okay, I'm ready. All these fucking girls, m- most of them attractive. And I would be like, you know, you're dancing here. Uh, have you ever done porn? No, I don't do that. That's what they're all saying now. They'll they'll dance naked at a and strip blow club. a guy in the VIP. Yes, room. but they won't do porn. Yeah, but they'll blow a guy in the VIP room yeah. for eighty bucks. But um, it was empty. I don't know if it's because it's just before Christmas, but there probably there was more trans girls there than there was guys. How many girls did they have there? Oh gosh, uh, like six or seven. Just tranny hookers that don't want to do porn. They just want yeah. to suck guys off in the background. Yeah. They want the easy eight. money. But there was one there that was total, total Kimber Crack. What makes her Kimber Crack? She looked like Megan the Stallion. <sighs> <sighs> I would I would venture to say, now, she wasn't as thin as I was, but most black women aren't, and they can actually look better. Thicker than white girls. White girls just look fat when they get bigger. <laughs> but um, yeah, Megan is not very petite, but she's not many, the bomb. not many girls, not many trans women have boobs bigger than me. But I think I think she had me beat. I mean, before she got kind of bigger, bigger. I thought Catalea was very pretty. Yes, I just didn't like her as a person. Yeah, I agree. She became less attractive when I got to know her. Yeah. But um, same with uh oh what's her name? Um the little white girl. No, the white girl from Louisville that we approached to film once and she 
wanted to get paid or something. What the hell was her name? Mm, Destiny. Know. Oh, Destiny Williams. Yes. Because she took Wendy Williams' name. Yeah. Whatever. But, I mean, not a whole lot went on. I mean, networking most of the night. Did they get um, you to go up on stage? No. I told them I wasn't. I was like, I'm not here to work. Wow. They didn't <laughs> talk you up? No. Nope. Last no, no. She was, talked us into she was trying to. Had there been, you know, more than four guys there, I might have it towards the end of the night. But I'm like sitting there and I'm like, you know how it is. Usually it starts out kind of slow because guys are still finding their way Wandering in. in. And then um, it just never got any better. What always cracks me up is most guys just come in and they go into a corner. They don't want to be seen. It's kind of like going to a porno theater. Yeah. Yeah. They act like they're in a porno theater. It's like, dude, we see And you. it's like you walk up and you talk to them and they're like, oh, hi, um, I'm not here. I'm not here. You don't see me. And it's like, dude. Some of them, some of them walk in there and they're just there to chill out and hang out with the girls and bullshit and have fun. And those, like, good example, fucking Rodney. <laughs> yeah. Good fucking example. <laughs> the girls love Rodney. For all of you listeners who don't know that are in chat, good old Rodney has gone to these parties, hangs out with us all the fucking time. Yes. And he's he's cool fuck to hang out with. He he knows all the girls. They know who Rodney is. He comes in, he has a few drinks, and, we all just hang out. And we always have a built-in walker to our cars. <laughs> and for all of our listeners, yeah, I want to give Rodney some fucking credit because he's the sweetest fucking guy. Um, after every party we ever danced at, because they make you park in the back parking lot and it's all dark and there's nobody and there in a bad let, neighborhood. Let me interject this before you go on. We were standing out back. Uh, I was vaping. And they're like, yeah, the cops are all over here right now. There was a murder in, in the parking lot two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, it's a bad neighborhood. <laughs> so go on. Yeah, but Ronnie always stays until after the party and all the girls are cleaning up as far as getting their shit together, putting them back in their bags, about to head out. And then he walks us to our cars at night and makes sure we get in our cars safe. And he knows that we're safe in our cars before he heads out. He's just so sweet. He just yeah. wants to make sure all the girls are safe. And all the girls love him to death. They all know him. It's like, hey, Rodney, what's up? And, and he, he's not one of those guys that go hide in a fucking corner and act like he's in a porno booth. He's there just hanging with the girls. Yeah. Last night, the few guys that were there, I think only like, two of them would even talk to me. It's like, oh, I don't want to say this had anything to do with it, but you've been talking about how well-known we are since Riley had come back from Vegas talking about how we were legends. I'm walking around there, and I actually feel like a legend because everybody is talking me up. The girl who runs it, who you are not, all that fond of. She just kept coming to me with her microphone. Raven, when are you going to dance? When are you going to, we got Raven rocks in the house. And then Angela, she's like introducing me to these girls I've never met before. And she's like, uh, you don't know her. This is Raven rocks. <laughs> and I'm like, I guess we are becoming very well known in trans porn. I just don't feel like we are. Well, since I have my girlfriend here on the fucking show with me, uh, what <laughs> I want to tell you something because I just I see her in the chat room. What I had a sex dream about Lisa. Lisa. Lisa oh last Jesus! Night. 
or I should say earlier, I, I had a sex dream about her. Oh God, what happened? <sighs> I had a sex dream about Lisa Lace. Here's what happened. You were actually directing. I was doing a scene with her. And that's and, not a dream. You did that. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this was a dream. And I, I said something pretty fucked up during it. I, I she, we were To her? Yeah. <laughs> in the dream. It's not in real life. Well, I don't know if you just said something fucked up no, in the course so, of your dream or if it was directed at her or directed at me. or I'm having this sex dream where I'm going to be doing a scene with Lisa Lace. And prior to it, were the three of us, because you're directing are all discussing our beats uh, and what we want to well, do. Well, your beats. I don't have beats if I'm holding the camera. And, and Lisa tells me, and this, this is how the dream went, Lisa tells me in, uh, in the dream that I'm going to uh, fuck her in the pussy here and all this stuff. And I look at her in the dream, and I says, girl, I see you as a hot tranny. I'm fucking putting my dick in your ass. <laughs> I'm fucking your ass. If you had a penis, I'd fuck you in the ass. Now that you don't, I'm still fucking you in the ass. <laughs> So it was this dream about me doing this anal scene, uh, hollowing out Lisa Lace's ass. Yeah. Do you want me to set that up when we go I, to I, Vegas or whatever? I, it just, it just happened. I didn't even remember that I had a sex dream about Lisa um, until I looked over and I saw that she was in the chat room. I'm like, oh shit, that's right. I just fucking had a well, sex I'm just, dream about I'm her. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't have sex dreams about other people. It was more. I mean, it was Lisa that was the object of my butt fuckery, but it was, uh, I was, I would say it's more of a dream about work because I've been working too fucking hard and I, I, I still haven't finished the fucking honey video. I've just been working nonstop. It's been so busy this week. I was just dreaming about work. Hey, but uh, Lisa was my co-star in the dream and I was, I was, I remember telling her, no, 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 uh, I'm, I like trannies. I'm a tranny chaser. I'm going to fuck you in the butt. My my job is basically to always be on social media talking to people. So, I mean, Jesus. Oh, I got hit up by Adonis again. Oh, he's a black guy, right? Yeah, from the, Atlanta. The buff black guy. Trying to get him well, to come out. Of course he's from Atlanta. Trying to get him to come out to Tranny House. Yeah, well, that's fine. You'll be very popular with the girls. You know who else said they will attend? Male. What you, <laughs> you can have my ass, but you break my <laughs> pussy. Yeah, for all of our listeners, there's a story behind this. When we first met Lisa, she was her neo vagina was fairly new. It still had the new vagina smell. I it mean, tasted it was, new. Yeah, it was it had the new <laughs> vagina smell. It was like pretty spanking new. And we did a solo I think she video. said it was like eight months old yeah. when she came down for the first time or up. And uh, we had discussed what it could take without being injured and i was beyond that and uh because she was using a smaller dildo because she wasn't trying to injure herself and the dildo she was using was way too small for yeah, me not to um, destroy her amy amy fox take notes <laughs> so um we didn't do any fucking when we filmed and I haven't fucked Lisa Lace because um, if you guys didn't know, when they do the surgery, your vaginal canal is only so deep. And if you hit bottom and you hit it with uh, quite a bit of force over and over, it can cause an internal rupture, yes. which can cause internal bleeding or internal infection because it's a moist area. It can cause an infection. So you don't want 
Luckily, it's based on how big your dick was because they basically invert it. And Lisa luckily had a fairly big That's dick. That's why I'll never do it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you'd have a very shallow canal. If, if I could only a take dick. a five-inch dick, I'd be like, why even bother? <laughs> You're like, my <laughs> life would be over. <laughs> You're such a dick hound. You're like, if I could only live off of five inches for the rest of my life, just kill me. Wait. I would probably be happy with six, six and a half had I never met you. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I, you know, I have that, that slight mental block about fucking other trainings because we're in a relationship, even though it doesn't matter. But I wouldn't mind <laughs> fucking a, a Lisa in uh, the ass. I've always thought Lisa was extremely sexy. She, she, I don't know. She's a bad girl. See, and that, that goes back to what you always talk about. And I'm like, what the fuck do you see in me? You like bad girls. I do like bad girls. But yeah. you like me. <sighs> I don't get it. Well, you've become bad girl. But Lisa, you know what Lisa reminds me of? Uh, a responsible Trixie Von Teese. Oh, shit. A responsible. <laughs> because as bad, okay, Lisa Lace is a bad girl. She has a lot of bad girl things about her that kind of do it for me. But at the same time, her work ethic is so fucking good. And it's nothing like Trixie Von Teese. I mean, Trixie Von Teese just fucking makes me want to rip my fucking hair out on a set. But Lisa is always a joy See, to fucking direct. Not, not anything against Lisa or you, but you're pissing me off. Why? Because all these girls you say are fucking sexy as hell are covered in tattoos, but you tell me no more. Yeah. That's fucked up. Well, you're more like my wife. Uh, so? Well, it it's not like I want you covered in tattoos. Besides, If it does it for you, why don't you want me to do it? Especially if I don't want to cover myself in tattoos. But hell, I got like four now and you're like, no more. Yeah, I don't want you to cover up your body. I want to actually see your skin. You have nice skin. Plus. Why? Plus, it turns you on when people are covered in tattoos and are bad girls. Plus, it doesn't look great in your 50s oh please it doesn't it looks hot on young girls but when i see older ladies Jesus, you're making it out like i'm 70 and lisa's 20 wow (laughs) wow you're up there you're like me you're an old fuck i'm getting more tattoos fuck you no don't get any more tattoos no i'm getting five more no more dick No but, more dick. But, but, but. <laughs> no more dick. <laughs> so wait, wait. Fuck you, Lisa. <laughs> Why? Because she can get as many tattoos as she wants and still get fucked by you, and I have to sit here looking like a fucking good girl. Oh, honey, just called you out. I never said I was a bad girl. You said I was. I said, okay, when I first met Raven, she didn't didn't smoke, didn't uh, do pot, now she vapes. She drinks coffee. She never drank coffee. She has developed my uh, bad mannerisms. Um, she has become more of a bad... Raven's worse than you think in certain areas. She just... The problem is Raven is a bad girl uh, in disguise. <laughs> you don't see bad girl. You just think she's cute and she's bubbly and she's the kind of girl you can see in a sundress just dancing around the prairie but or no. guys guys 
they see me as someone they could marry and take home and show their mom and dad. And it's like, fuck you. I do porn. And I, guys don't realize Raven is a sex addict, guys. And I'm not just saying that just to say that. She's like the real deal nympho recovering sex addict. She's a bad girl. She is a, you you think that being a slut's a bad girl? Raven's a fucking bad girl. Raven's a fucking recovering sex addict. She's not a good girl. She just comes off as a good girl. She carries her badness well, but she's a freak. She is a sex freak. And she's going to fucking rape me tonight. Bullshit. She's going to fucking be all over me tonight. I may have to rape myself. (laughs) After like twice, you just tap out. Well, Jesus Christ, my balls only make so much juice. Control yourself. It fucking hurts to have a fucking dry heave. And, and no, I mean control. Uh, you don't I know have all to nut of yours in ten are minutes. Dry heaves. You don't have to nut in ten minutes. I mean, all of yours are dry heaves. And first yeah. of all, bull, fuck you. I don't do that. You know, years <laughs> ago, years ago, you used to have that joke. Call me a five pump chump. Name the last time that I just didn't fucking hollow the fuck out of you for a long time till you were the one fucking tapping out. Thursday. Stamina. You were talking <laughs> shit, and I put you in your place then, too. Oh, you bitch. What'd you say? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Whatever. You just caught me on an off night. Mm-mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get myself in trouble. Yeah, stamina <laughs> is, is what makes you cream. You, you got to fucking pump that shit for a good 30, 40 minutes before you get the I know. going. I know. So... <laughs> I mean, I have superhuman stamina with you. So I'm like, you better not tell people I'm a five pump chump. Maybe with somebody else. Maybe I come in 10 minutes. With, and honey, and she's like, fuck you, Kimber does not come in 10 minutes because her fucking arm was sore. She's like, oh. And you during the video, you're like, it's okay. Your arm's always sore the first time. <laughs> I don't remember saying that. Yeah, you're like, we caught you on video because you can tell on her face. She's like, fuck, Kimber, just come already. And you were like, it's okay. Your arm is always a sore the first time. <laughs> well, uh, after Thursday night, I don't know what position you had me in, but the insides of my thigh where it meets my groin area have been sore for two days. <laughs> I don't even know what would have caused that. Good. Next time I'll break you. You can't break me. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> Gauntlet picked up. You notice, or I don't know if you notice this or not. I have a weird thing for everybody that doesn't know it. When I'm experiencing a decent amount of pain, like, uh, I don't want to say it's like excruciating, but when it starts getting up there, I have a weird mannerism. I start laughing like the Joker. You were fucking me Thursday night, and I was laughing my ass off. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> Trey's just getting off on what Lisa's saying. Lisa says, Kimmy came pretty quick from the last BJ I gave her when I threw her on the fucking bed. She says I'm a bad girl. She's seen it up close. <laughs> yeah. I... I- I, I think I probably am the real life equivalent of a lady in the street and the freak in the sheets. 
you have uh, you're you're extremely high maintenance sexually. I'm just saying I know how to act in public. Yes, but once the eyes are off of me, that's when you see. Yeah, she's extremely high maintenance, guys. Exhausting. She likes sex, a lot of sex. There's, there's, <laughs> there's, Doctor. How how would I say this? Doctor Raven and Mrs. Rocks. <laughs> it's it, it uh, to keep her behaving herself. I gotta deliver. Oh, so that's why you do it. <laughs> well, I want it too, but it's also good. Make, it's also make you behave, tame you a little bit. Oh, Jesus, tame me. Yeah, I love taming you. When was the last time you tamed me? Because I don't remember. Really? Because last time I fucked you, you could barely get up. It took you. That's because you always have me in fucked up position. Took you like fifteen minutes to get the fuck up. No, it didn't. That was a few weeks. You're ago. like, oh my god, oh my god. Well, when it's good, it's good. <laughs> so you're gonna. I'm t- not gonna shortchange you. So you're gonna tell the viewers what our night's gonna consist of? No. <laughs> you don't want them to know? No, I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Well, Raven and I are going to have some fun tonight. We're going to do a shoot. Uh, we got to do a photo shoot for a big DVD release, Best of Raven Rocks. <laughs> because she's so awesome. She gets her own fucking DVD release of the best of her films because she's done hundreds of them. And then we're going to do a short video. And then we're going to chill out on the couch. And we're going to watch an 80s comedy. And we're going to get really, really high. And then we're probably going to go into the bedroom and fuck. Why? Wait. What? So I was supposed to bring my cleaner? Well, yes. Well, you didn't didn't know that? No, I brought it. Well, you better. (laughs) Because it doesn't really matter. Because I would say, go into my shower. My setup's in there. Shove the thing up your ass. I've been up your ass many times. I don't fucking care about whether something I used to clean my ass has also been up your ass. I mean, I, I've had a lot of things of mine, whether it be tongue or dick up your ass. Finger, tongue, dick. I've put a lot of things up your ass. <laughs> well, um, I'm not going to lie and say I don't like that you're telling me that I'm going to, what I'm going to do. You know me. You know me, shoot, <laughs> shoot. Oh, Chris is in the, Chris just, I love that our, our fucking chat room. I love the fact that our <laughs> chat room, everybody knows each other. They, they've all become friends and they've all hang out here and they all talk to each other. Like everybody knows who fucking Rodney and Token and fucking uh, Trey and Lisa. And of course they know Lisa and Honey because they've been watching our videos. Oh, uh, we have a new video coming out with Honey, which I yes, still have not completed, <laughs> um, which is a really good video. It's, it's Honey getting over her fear of my dick. And for all of our listeners... That's not how I describe it, but... Well, it, that's kind of what it is, though. It's blowjob training, where I showed her how to suck Kimber's dick. That's true, but she was afraid of my dick, and you had to kind of like, do you want me to start sucking it? Oh, my God. At the tea girl party last night, this little, sad, guy 
He was cute, but Jesus, he was probably only my height. And he was a bottom. And he sends me a picture of his dick. And I had to send him a picture of yours because he was maybe, he wasn't much bigger than I am now. And I'm like, baby, I'm not even going to feel you. (laughs) I was like, this is my girlfriend's dick. And he's like, holy shit. (laughs) So since uh, honey is on and everything, you know, which would probably be weird for her to do. But I'd be up for it um, if she wanted to do a scene with me, a strap-on scene. Oh, Jesus. She'd be all over that. Yeah, but the reason I say it'd be weird because... Because girls, I don't get to fuck you? No, but girls <laughs> girls um, that work with us have a hard time topping me in any way because they feel weird about it. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Uh, they're like... Um, Top and Kimber, really? Seriously? Why not? They just don't see that dynamic going down. I told you I'd put a strap on on since I can't satisfy you. Oh, whatever. But even when you taught me, it's kind of like weird. It's like weird dynamic. No, I get it too because I've been topping 90% of our girls for so long that when one of them says they want to top me, I'm like, bitch. But, you know, they never say they want to top me (laughs) because it's like they're like, seriously, top Kimber. But isn't she like all mega top? No, I'm not. (laughs) Believe it or not, I get buff up quite often. But our girls don't see me like that. They don't see me as anyone that takes dick. I was talking to Angela last night and she only likes boy butt. Gross. I know. But she was like, I'm really only into topping men. She was like, gross. But I would. I would fuck you on camera. Gross. By the way, she wants to come down and film. All right, whenever. Whenever you want to hook it up. She she said either that or she may just meet us at the uh, TEAs. Okay. And do it there. All right. And she's pretty hung, so I would actually feel it. Uh, she's not super hung. I mean, she's got one of those dicks. She's not thick. That's just as large, soft as it is hard. So she looks more hung than most people on, but she's tiny. She's just a little person. But it's like putting my dick on a, a person your size. It looks enormous. It's oh, like God. dick's enormous. Last night I wore like eight inch heels with six inch platforms or with four inch platforms or something. You wouldn't believe the amount of times people were like, I didn't realize you were that tall. And then I had to point to my shoes. You know, see, there you go. Lisa likes fucking with a strap on too. Uh, She just doesn't like fucking guys with it. I don't blame you, Lisa. Gross. But um, see, she could do it too. But the girls don't see it that way. They don't don't ever think about, hey, topping Kimber. Uh, That just doesn't cross their minds. But it's like they, they don't. Well, don't be such a dick. Not that I'm a dick. It's just my personality. <laughs> I'm intimidating. I know I'm intimidating. I don't try to be. I know I'm large and I have a certain kind of personality. Hey, so I try to put people at ease because I the, know that a lot of people are afraid of me. One of the biggest reasons you don't like or one of the biggest things you don't like about yourself is something I actually love. <clears throat> my size. Yeah. Because I, I, I sent you that message last night. 
I, I um, understand how people perceive me, though, as far as uh, that I am an intimidating person, both as far as my personality, my my tendency to speak openly, <laughs> and my size, and my you know my history of who I used to be, and the fact that I was a bruiser, um, the fact that I, I have been known at the TEAs to get into fights. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're not making a good case I, for yourself it's you know I, I i i understand why the girls are are like you know trixie has never wanted to top me um, <laughs> neither is lisa or any of the girls really um i mean you have like three or four times in our, our history together well i do it more but i don't but, do it for you but most girls are little they don't see me as a beta because you're not (laughs) i'm not but every (laughs) once in a while i like to have something up my ass i mean if you were a beta this would have never worked out you can't have two betas oh you see what honey wrote (laughs) she's obsessed with you really she's terrified of my dick really you and I start fucking around on my couch and she gets up and runs away because she's so fucking turned on. She doesn't know what else to do. <laughs> well, <laughs> at the same time, she was trying to be good and be respectful to us. But yeah, she hit me up the other day and she's like, uh, can I ask you a question? I'm like, what's up? She's like, why'd you fuck me? Because <laughs> she knows I don't fuck genetic women. And I explained to her, I'm like, you know, I was really excited. I was rock hard. Uh, I haven't made the attempt in a long time to fuck a, a genetic woman. Um, and I was really into the moment and I was very turned on and I wanted it. So I tried to tap it, but because of my <laughs> psychological block with my wife, I've been with for 23 years. I, you know, the guilt overtakes my dick and I start getting soft. It's not that I didn't want to fuck her. I did, but it's just, uh, it, it's weird. Cause Lexus doesn't give a shit. But it's just for me. Well, I've told you I don't give a shit either. I know, I know. That's why it's easier for me about him. I don't have to worry about getting hard. (laughs) Oh, I I know, but I have to do both. Yes. Well, you don't have the fucking problems I have psychologically as far as feeling I'm cheating on somebody. I would argue that after the first 10 years of my marriage... I was never monogamous after that. Uh, yeah. You, you are a sex addict. Well, I like transsexuals. You I did like before sex. I trans- you transitioned. You like to be butt fucked too before you transitioned. Be- oh, fuck you. You were always a bottom. <clears throat> no, I wasn't. Your marriage would have lasted longer if she had strapped one on. <laughs> you know, it, it so pissed me off. She... was so fucking Sandra D that her religious sister, like husband is like a fucking, what do they call it? Like a deacon. And she plays the piano on Sundays at church. And my ex comes to me and she's like, their name was April and Eddie. She's like, you know, they have anal sex. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you want to? She's like, no. But when we met, she was perfectly fine with me eating her ass and sticking my finger up her ass. And so all that's why you, you had to cheat on her, because you had to get up in the butt. Because she was a fucking sexual 
The opposite None. of you? No. Well, and I've explained this to you before. How much fun can you have with sex if it's always got to be after you take a shower, in the bedroom, right before bed? Same positions, same everything, every fucking time. It's called marriage. Well, I don't like marriage. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, exciting sex is not marital sex. Well, I mean, our kids would be gone. And, you know, I'd be in the kitchen and I'd be feeling all up on her. And she'd be like, no, we're in the kitchen. And it's like, so we fucking own it. No, it's got to be in the bedroom. You're trying to own it. (laughs) Shut down. But, you know, that's marital sex. I'm so glad I don't own that anymore. Good sex is not marital sex. (laughs) I mean, it's just not. Good sex is with some strange or with, with somebody you can get freaky and wild with. It's not marital it's because you don't want to do things like that to somebody that you're in marriage with. What you do don't you want to treat them as badly as you want to treat them. Oh, so that's why I get it. You're open to my sadistic streak, my <laughs> sexual sadistic streak, and I'm open to giving it to I you. I don't know about being open. It's just by the time oh, you get open. to that by the time you're, you get to that point, I really don't have much of a choice. You're definitely open. <laughs> Oof. You get open, all right. Are you complaining? No, it's just that, you know, um, you are a very submissive beta bottom, and I am a borderline sadistic alpha top. And it goes well together and we have uh, epic sex sessions because we mesh so well together. So what you're saying or what I'm hearing is if something ever happens to Lexus, I can't marry you. Why? Because sex would go to shit because we're married. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't wish marriage to me on my worst enemy. Well, I mean, I've already basically told everybody. I was like, especially men, men that go, I want to marry you. I was like, I'm, I was married once. I ain't ever doing that stupid shit ever again. I'm most likely going to die legally single. The, what we have, I see like Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Okay. Did they never get married? Nope. Okay. And they're still together. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, They're still very much in love. They're still together. They've raised kids together. They've been together the whole fucking life. They've been together like 40 fucking years. I think marriage is overrated anyways. If I could go back and do it all over again, not only would I have transitioned earlier, but I probably would have never gotten married. It's like Amy. Amy's all the time like distraught because she's not in a relationship. And she's 25, and I'm like, girl, fucking live that shit up. Because once you get into a serious relationship and you get married, you know, it gets boring. <laughs> well, I mean, they they asked, I was watching an interview, and they asked Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, they're like, why didn't you ever get married? What's the reason? And the answer that Kurt Russell gave was so poignant. He says, because I want to be with somebody because I want to be with them, not because I have to be with them. 
Yeah, that's he very says, true too. He says so many marriages, people are together because they have to be, because they're married, but they wouldn't be if they weren't. He says, I want well, to be with somebody because I want to be with them. Prime example, because I know this has had to happen to you the amount of times it's happened to me. Guys will hit me up and they're like, oh, I want to fuck you. I want to do this. I want to do that. They're like, but I'm married. And I'm like, if you're not happy, why don't you leave? Well, I can't leave. And it's like, dude, it's just, I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand why so many people stay in a marriage even though they hate it. Because they feel they have to. Yeah, because they feel they have to stay. And Kurt Russell's like, you know, there was never anything keeping me with her. It's I stayed with her this long because I wanted to. Yeah. Because she's the person I wanted to be around. He's like, you know, there was never another person that came along that I would rather be with than her. Well, I mean. I don't want to stay with somebody because I feel like legally I have to. I want to stay with them because they're the person I want to be with. Me saying I will never get married again doesn't mean that I would never want to be in a serious relationship. I mean, shit. I made it, what, two or three weeks after splitting up with my ex before you and I met? I would definitely consider what we have a very serious relationship. Well, that's what I mean. Even more so lately. Oh, yeah, it was a real serious Thursday. I mean, (laughs) we're pretty much as committed to one another as you can be in a polyamorous relationship. Well, I mean, I'm I'm slowly like like I told you, was it? Yeah, it was in here earlier. I mean, for a long time, some of my issues came from I wanted to fuck and eat vagina. But it's weird. I'm I'm slowly and don't get me wrong. I wouldn't if somebody with a vagina hit me up and they were sexy. I wouldn't say. You know, no, get away from me. You have a vagina. But I'm getting to the point where it's no longer a driving force behind things that I do. I've noticed that over the, your evolution, as far as watching your change, you've let, you've, you've now officially let go of <clears throat> trying to have masculinity. <laughs> Before you would fight it and try to be a tough guy, and you were still locked into trying to That's prove yourself as a man. That's hard to let go of. And now, you know, you know, my dick's not that. You is so toxic male. Now you're like, I don't fucking care. I'm a bottom. I take dick up my ass. <laughs> and you're like, you're just so comfortable being feminine and and being faggoty. You don't give a shit. But before you were still holding on to trying to have that <laughs> bragging macho rights where you were trying to puff out your chest a lot. It's like, get, get the fuck out of here. Cause you never do that. A good, uh, you know, all the girls are afraid of me for a reason, because if you are really an alpha, you don't have to puff your chest. up. <laughs> people know as soon as you walk in the room, not to fuck with this person. And people know after they meet me that I'm not somebody you want to fuck with. I'm just not. I'm like the Gran Torino guy. There are just certain people in life you don't want to fuck with. And I'm one of those people because I I am large and I am mean. I would say out of all the transsexual porn stars I've ever met, there ain't nobody that could stand in a ring with you. (laughs) And 
you know, when I say something like that motherfucker Christian better not get in my face and invade my <laughs> space, I'll knock him the fuck out in front of everybody at the AVNs. I will. And everybody knows I would. And, you know, I have a reputation that I don't take shit from anybody, period. <laughs> and the companies know I have gone fucking blow for blow with some of the biggest studios in the fucking business. I don't take shit from anybody. I don't fucking care what your company is. If I don't fucking like you, I don't fucking like you. <laughs> oh, I'm too far away from my mic now. But, you know, a lot of these, and people consider me abrasive, but the fact is, I'm very open and honest with what I feel about a given situation. You don't have to wonder, like the other day you sent me a text, which annoyed me a little bit. Oh, what? And you're like, if I did something wrong, let me know. Wait. I will let you know. You, you know I will let you know. You went from like, good morning, baby girl. How are you? Good night, baby girl. How are you? To like nothing unless I reached out to you. So and I you knew how busy I was that day. However, you know me well enough to know if I got a fucking problem, I'm not going to run away or mope in a corner while you got to go, is something wrong? What's wrong, baby? All the fucking games <laughs> that men have to play with their wives when they got to play that fucking game. What did I do? What hey. she piss off at? I'll never put you through hey. that because I'll let you know. After our last <clears throat> fight, I am making a conscious effort to be proactive about making sure yeah, you're taken care of. But if you're, you're conducting yourself... Uh, in a way that's respectful to me, you never have to worry that you're going to upset me because, I mean, the only reason I we had our big fight is because what you were doing wasn't very respectful to me, but you've completely changed who you are as a person. I couldn't ask for a better girlfriend. And um, it's just that if I have a problem with anybody, with anybody, they will fucking know. Yeah, but when you... All you got to do is say good morning. I go to bed alone. I wake up alone. I'm always alone when I'm at home. So you have no idea what it does to my day when you say shit like that. Say shit like what? Like good morning and good night. And Yeah, but unfortunately I work 12 to 14 hours a day, seven days a week. Some days are busier than others. Some days I tell you, in fact, when I saw you Thursday, I said this is going to be a very long day for me. And I was running. So what happens is I'm working to the point where I finally sit in my chair. And before I know, I pass out in my chair. Then I have to wake up and try to get myself to the bed. The last thing I'm thinking about is sending a text. Hey, I function on four hours of sleep a day. I, that's all I ever get nowadays. <laughs> it's like just constantly go, go, go. And this week has been busier than most. <clears throat> but I always make time for you. I'm Trace, kidding, guys. She she makes time for me. I'm just fucking Trace with her. Trace says, Raven, I wake up alone, too. Yeah, it sucks. I'm not saying that I, because, you know, we've established that we do better not living together. But it still does suck every once in a while when you wake up alone or go no. to bed alone. That's, I think, why I need a get a house so I can get a dog. I like going to bed with somebody and falling asleep with somebody. However, I wouldn't mind at all waking up alone. <laughs> I don't want to fucking talk. I don't want to carry on a conversation. I just want to wake up, stumble to the coffee pot, start coffee, sit in my chair, look at all the hundreds of messages that I've built up while the four hours I was fucking sleeping that I got to get to 
and I don't want to be bothered. So I would love to wake up alone every day. I don't want to go to bed alone because I like falling asleep holding somebody. I know. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But I, I don't. I haven't experienced that. And oh, Jesus Christ. Since L.A. I'm just saying. I'm not salty about it. Oh, yeah, I, I can tell. I, I miss it. Yeah, you're not salty at all. I can totally tell. No, no salt at all. But, you know, I don't even have pets at home anymore. I think it wouldn't be so bad if I had, like, a dog at the house. But I can't do that till I get a new place. Well, not just that, but it would be unfair to a dog if I were to get one now. Because I travel too much and I live in an apartment. So it's not like they could get free reign of a yard or anything while I was gone. So have you seen any movies whatsoever, trailers for any movies that are you remotely interested in? No. No. <sighs> Fucking Justin went and saw the new Spider-Man. I'm just not interested. I'm so tired of Spider-Man. Yeah, I just not. I don't fucking care. It's like Hollywood put Spider-Man on like this one-year clock, and one year after it released, oh, we're going to do another one. And then one year after that one releases, we're going to do another one. Yeah, just, I don't Like care. Batman. Batman and Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. The new Batman that's coming out. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. I don't want to see it. I just, I'm so sick of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm done. Show me something I haven't seen a well, million fucking times. Like I said, that's why I've been watching a lot of Korean movies and indie movies. Because, yeah, you may not know who the actor is. That doesn't mean shit to me. If they can act and it's a good story, I want to see it. Even if it's not the highest budget. But... I'm not going to go see a movie just because it's got a famous person in it, but the movie sucks. Speaking of guys that can act, you know, there's an actor, I don't even know his name, but I was really shocked the other day when I came over to your place because I see him now as the goofy, bumbling, moron dad on Modern Family. Oh, yeah. I know you're talking about now. But we were watching, okay, if you know who I'm talking about, the boof... the fucking buffoon goofy dad that's such an idiot on modern family but we were watching dawn of the dead the new one yeah the the zach snyder dawn of the dead and he plays the dick face and i had yeah. forgotten that he plays the such asshole a douchebag He's so good at it <laughs> and you're like oh my god i know him as being this moron goofy likable dude <laughs> And then he switches gears and you just see him portray this part and he's so good in the role. Yeah. He makes you hate him so much. You're happy when he dies. And he does smarmy so fucking good. (laughs) And you're like, God damn, I, you know, I had forgotten he was in this. I see him this way, but as an actor, he's so goddamn good that even though I know it's the same guy, he has completely become someone else and has shown me a completely different person. Yeah. That's amazing. That to me is an actor. If you can play somebody else and become that person. If if you think about it, Ving Rames is also in that movie. And he's basically playing, yeah, he's basically playing who he always plays. Yeah, he just reads his lines as him. And another, (laughs) you know, there's a lot of famous actors that I'm like, I don't, I know they're legends, but you know what? I don't consider you a great actor because every fucking time you just play yourself. Robert De Niro? 
<laughs> Al Pacino. It's like, yeah, you're great at playing your fucking self, asshole. <laughs> but somebody like that guy from Modern Family can literally play somebody completely different and make it believable where I hate his guts, even though he makes me laugh over here. I hate his guts here. And I'm like, that's fucking acting, becoming a different person. But wait. But fucking Robert De Niro. It's Robert De Niro whoa, in every fucking whoa, film. Whoa, whoa. What about, what is it, uh, Bad Grandpa or whatever? He's still Robert De Niro as Grandpa. He was funny. He was funny He's being never Robert funny De Niro. In a movie. He's funny being Robert De Niro. <laughs> but somebody like uh, Josh Brolin, he's a fucking actor. He can go from a inbred hick in uh, True Grit to fucking playing Thanos. I mean, he he fucking envelops his roles. And it's like once these people become like Will Smith. You know what uh-huh. Will Smith plays? Will Smith yeah. in every fucking movie is Will Smith. Jeff Goldblum plays Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Every fucking movie is Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds plays Ryan Reynolds. Every fucking movie plays yes. Ryan Reynolds. Dwayne The Rock Johnson plays Dwayne The Rock oh, Johnson. God. Every fucking movie. I mean, it, it's just... It's Vin the, Diesel, since you're yeah, going with the exactly. whole Fast and Furious people. I understand that we like to see these people because we like their personality, but it's literally them. That's the kind of star you put in your movie that people go to watch you know, it just for the star because they know what they're getting. Ah, Jason who Statham. I've always loved as an actor, actress. Who? You're going to probably give me shit for it. Sigourney Weaver. I just always thought she was ugly. She's not. Wait. I and she was ugly as fuck. What what was the the comedy space movie she was in where she was a blonde? Galaxy Quest. I actually found her sexy in that movie. The only reason is they pushed up her boobs to the extreme. Yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, I mean, come on now. She's not that great looking of a woman. No. And I will the only thing that I I will give Sigourney Weaver, the only thing <laughs> Because she wasn't in a lot of movies. I mean, yeah, she was in Ghostbusters and Aliens, but that's about it, you know. No. Uh, and uh, Avatar, as an old Galaxy Quest. Yeah, but she, she's doing a lot she of doesn't work. Have a lot of f- filmography. She's doing saying. a lot of work right now with uh, Oat Studio. She never was anything but a B-lister. She was in second. Chappie. I know, but she was never anything more than a B-lister. But uh, she was never a real A-list star. But what I would say about Sigourney Weaver is she was probably the first woman to ever iconically portray a strong female character that was not dependent on men to save the day. She was an ass-kicking bitch. And she was just as tough as any man. She was the first one in Aliens to just take that role of a woman that doesn't take any shit and just as strong as a man and run with it. Because, and yes, I'm sure there was movies before that where there were strong female characters, but that was the first major blockbusting female strong character. Ripley was like the one that set the pace for (laughs) what a badass chick character should be. Ripley was it. She laid the groundwork of Hollywood to come in and constantly write characters very similar to Ripley. She started the craze of and all this. Woman's so you're power saying movement. so you're saying she's responsible for all the fucking bitches that are in movies now taking over men's roles. I would say it's more Ridley Scott responsible <laughs> because he he was one of the very first big directors to film a movie about a female main character and the reason he did it because i was watching an interview 
why did you go to a, uh, with a woman for your, your main hero? And in the interview, he said, well, she wasn't my main hero. What I was doing is I was filming Halloween in space. He says, <laughs> I was filming a slasher and you always have your last girl. Ripley was simply scripted to be the last the girl. last one alive. She was uh, what's her face in Halloween? Was her the um, Jamie Lee Curtis? Yes, she was Jamie Lee Curtis. She was the plucky girl that was the last one, the only one alive, and actually survived. But she he never intended her to be this badass bitch. He just wanted her to be the last. He was filming a slasher in space. You know, she's another one I thought was sexy when she was younger. Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh my gosh, she had great tits. Planes, trains, and automobiles? Or no, no, no. What's the trading spaces? No, no, no. There was the one. True Lies. Train Spotters. Never watched it. And she was in that. But she was fucking hot in True Lies. Yes. When she does the dance. And goddamn, when she pulls out her tits in trading no. spaces. Do it <laughs> sexy. <laughs> and when she flashes Dan That's Aykroyd. all I see when Lexus is bitching at like actors for not doing, you know. Well, let's just say it like it is. Riley. Yeah. No, do it again and do it sexy. <laughs> I'm fucking le- I don't know why I get the reputation for being the bitch. When Lex is on set, Jesus Christ, <laughs> she yells and screams. She is Les Grossman. <clears throat> the, the, worst, the worst thing I ever did as a director, and I still give an example, is on Riley, uh, I, when I was directing Riley. Because Riley had, we had set up a stagnant tripod shot where the camera was stagnant, didn't require a camera person or a director. She was supposed to sit at the bridge and talk her lines into the camera. And I was offset with my chair turned away from her because I was listening for what I was trying to get with the dialogue. It was important dialogue. And she did her her scene and I was just like, again. And I did that like 40 times again. I was about to say, didn't it take us like 45 minutes for her to do like three or four lines? Yeah, I was looking for a particular thing and it had to sound a particular way. And until she nailed it, we weren't going to move on. So we spent like Some of that was funny though. (laughs) What what did she say at one point? Oh, it looks like we have a sabotage. (laughs) Sabotage. Goddamn Beastie (laughs) Boys. See, when when Riley was, you know, Riley, because, you know, Riley has her mood swings, but when Riley was Riley, Riley was a lot of fun on set. She was yeah. a lot of fun to hang out with. There was a lot of funny things, like the fucking cupcakes was fucking hilarious. Oh, Jesus. Where she was just running off script again. That was good times. You know Kimber's going to see all of this. Oh, shit. <laughs> and it's just, you know, we had a lot of good times with Riley. But, you know, Riley has her mood swings. But when... Riley is is Riley. She's a lot of fun to be around. Yeah, it's just over the years we started seeing less and less. Yeah. Your dog is trying to climb on me. He's looking for affection. He's a puppy. I can't kiss you. No. He's a puppy. I've got makeup on and I've got to do a shoot later. Yeah, she's got to be a dirty whore, Romeo. Your Auntie Raven has to be a dirty whore. Look at him. He's like chilling on my chair. She oh, he to, gave up. <laughs> she has to be a, a fucking dirty bimbo-fied training whore. Who wanted me like that? I got what I wanted. <laughs> Custom built. For my specifications. I wish you'd have paid for it. That's the best part about it. 
<laughs> I had you custom built to my specifications. You didn't have to spend a dime. You did it all yourself. Maker financed. And I'm going to be doing it again here soon. When your lip gets attached to your nose. Oh, fuck off. That's what they're doing. They're sewing your they're fucking lip to your attaching my lip to my nose. That's basically what they're doing. If you guys didn't know, she's in February, she's going to be having further bimbofication surgery, and she's going to have her top lift kind of curled upwards, giving her a permanent power. It's called an upper lip lift. And they cut out kind of a crescent shape just under your nose, and they pull the skin up to give you more of that permanent bimbo pout. But I have a long upper lip, so... Well, you have the Burt mouth. You have the Y just at a straight line mouth. No, I don't. And you're trying to get that little curl up there and a little pout. It doesn't pout. matter how much uh, Restylane they put in my lips. It just makes my lip protrude out further. It doesn't curl up. I want it to curl. Uh, honey says, I will never know how Lexus gets angry. Okay. Uh, she'll eventually find out. Yeah. Uh, you, you probably won't make Lexus angry. If you show up on set, you're on time, and she directs you and you do what you're asked, no problem. <laughs> it's just when you cre- you create problems or you show up stoned or drunk or late that Lexus is going to just fucking tear into you. Yeah, or spit on her. Yeah, when you spit right on Lexus's face. Good times, good times. (laughs) So, since our listeners don't know that story, I'm sure we've told it before, but tell them how you fucking spit a loogie all over fucking Lexus's goddamn face during a shoot. Oh, God. Well, um, we had arranged a shoot... Um, in a hotel room with a BBC. And I can't remember where we started, but at one point <laughs> I was blowing this guy on my hands and knees standing in front of him, and I've got his dick in my hand, and I'm jerking it too while I'm, while I'm working on him. And she wanted to get an angle between my legs. So she got all up under his legs from behind. And as I was jerking him, I noticed he was a little, getting a little dry. So I was going to spit on his dick because so many men love girls that spit on dicks. And I missed. And it went all over the camera and all over Lex's face. So she, yeah, she just like, she's trying to like hawk some spit. She wants it to be very visible. So she's like swishing her mouth around. She's getting a good one. She's just like, Bleh! and fucking Lexus has a camera on the scene and she just totally misses her target and just spits right on Lexus's cheek. <laughs> then we hear, cause I'm have to edit this shit later. So behind the camera, you hear what the fuck? And then Lexus sticks, stands up and she's got this big glob of spit just hanging off the side of her fucking face. You know what, though? Some of the funniest sayings we have in BGM come from fuck-ups with her. Oh, son of a bitch. 
And for people that don't know that, I was filming with Eric Todd, and at one point she wanted to adjust the lighting. So she's holding the camera with one hand because she didn't want to stop it, and she reaches over and starts cranking on this little thing that tightens up how high the, the lights sit. Well, what she didn't realize is as soon as it let go, it let go. And not only did it let go, but because her hand was still on it, it grabbed a hold of that skin in between your index finger and your thumb. And it pinched the shit out of it because that that lighting probably dropped a good foot and a half. Honey says, but she doesn't do any more, I thought, porn direct, I mean. Um, Lexus. Yeah, she doesn't do porn anymore. Well, well, as far as directing. Is she does? It's just her availability. Yeah, they they try to make her. Aren't they always trying to entice her into overtime and shit too? Yeah, but I mean, with her having her days off on. Yeah, you know, they don't ever fall on the right days. And her days off are Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and we normally shoot on Sundays. She used to have weekends off, and she was the primary director on virtually all our shoots. But we had to start directing without her. Because her day job, she was always working, and she's yeah. only off on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So it was like that's midweek. We we hardly ever do it. Yeah, but the Tuesday, only Wednesday, time Thursday. we get her as a director is when she can pull away and go to a uh, convention with us. We had her direct a little bit for our upcoming DVD release that we're going to be putting together very very soon. We got to work on it tonight. We yeah. got to do the photo shoot for the cover. I'm sorry, I'm about to sneeze. The best of Raven Rocks. I've already seen the best of you. <laughs> I've already seen it. You've already taken the best of it. It's all over my dick. All that cream that I pull out of there. Because <laughs> you have a big head. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a big fat dick head. Yeah, but it works like a pump. You slide it in, and then your dick grabs all that cream and pulls it out, and then it slides back in and pulls out some more and well, slides in and pulls out. And I would rather think of it as a piston. Oh, Jesus. Hammering away. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. You are so fucking full of yourself. Oh, yeah. You were full of me Thursday. You <laughs> might be full of me tonight. Only if you behave. Oh, boy, hive. <laughs> That's a mind boy, but that wasn't the response I was looking for. Welcome, Mr. Powell. No, not that either. Underground liar. I threw me freaking down here. I'm the sub telling you you better behave. Um. Well, you know our listeners don't know this, but you're going to be so fucking high (laughs) that you won't want to behave. How do you know? That might have been just a fluke. Because, no, I've seen you. It might have been a fluke. No, no, no. You're going to be all horned No, up. no, no. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like family guy made. No, no. You need more lemon pledge? No, no. Now you're going to get all horned up. We're going to be watching some 80s comedy. And you're going to get all horny and hot and bothered. Then you're going to just come over and you're going to start sucking on my dick. And then I'm going to get all hot and bothered. Then we're going to go to the bedroom (laughs) and I'm going to plow you out. And that's how it's going to go down. You know, it's well, I'm going to have to do some prep. Well, not like the drug that doesn't give you AIDS. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and if you guys wondering why I, I don't just fuck her in the movie theater room, yes, we, we're going to be in the movie theater room because BGM <laughs> Mansion has its own movie theater. But if you're wondering why I don't just fuck her in there, it's because we have a couple of pit bulls and they would make it difficult. Uh, so, oh, they'd be trying to jump yeah. on you. So that's why we will probably adjourn, adjourn to the bedroom for some freakiness because we don't want to be harassed by pit bulls trying to get loving when I'm trying to get my loving, you know? <laughs> I'm just saying they can wait their turn. I'm trying to get my loving. It's time for me to get my loving. They can get their loving afterwards. I'm not going to say no to twice a week or okay. twice in a week. <laughs> Listen to you. Well, before you were like, oh, I'm so itchy. I'm tore up and hopefully I'll well, be healed by the time I see you again. That was back when we had first started fucking all the time again. So you had to stretch me out again. So now you're stretched out? Yeah, I'm a loose whore. <laughs> you're like, oh, uh, something ripped. Oh, something ripped again. Oh. That was a weird feeling because I could, I, I literally felt something like, it was almost like it popped. Like something that was, like like if you take a shirt and you pull it and pull it and pull it and then eventually you hear, that's what it felt like. That sounds pleasurable. I'm glad I can bring you pleasure like that. Well, I mean, ass. I'm such a dirty whore that you kept on going. Not, and I didn't even tell you to stop. I was just like, yeah, keep going. It doesn't maybe, hurt. Maybe tonight when I'm fucking you, I'll make you push out. What do you mean make me push out? Push out real hard. Because it, it makes you cream harder, and then I get to see your little pussy lips pop out. You want to see around. me fucking rosebud? No, not rosebud, but your little pussy lips. You have like little labia pussy lips, your little asshole <laughs> lips. They they push out and they wrap around my shaft, and then I get to what? see What? Yeah. You've never done that? It's just called rosebudding. No, that's prolapse if you're prolapse. <laughs> but if you're being fucked and you push out as hard as you can when you're being fucked, it makes you cream like crazy. It's a trick to make you cream more. But it also, you have these little asshole lips that pop out and there's just... See, I've been doing porn you. for like five years and I didn't even know that. <clears throat> well, you didn't even think creaming was a thing. Well, you said you did, but you know it's hard to believe it when it doesn't happen to you. <laughs> well, you believe it now because I show it to you. I'm like, look at all those fucking cream. Yeah, you're so day. proud of it. You never let me not see it. It takes a lot of work to get you to cream. It's not <laughs> it like does. you're an easy creamer. I mean, that's a, a badge of honor. Hey, that should make you feel good. Because you got to. Because you you're be, the only one I've ever done it with. That's because you got to fucking pound on that shit hard for like 30, fu 30, 40 fucking minutes. Again, because I'm a good girl. What? Everybody says I'm a good girl. Well, I'm such a good girl that I got to get fucked for 40 minutes before I can even cream because I'm such a stretched out, dirty old whore. They, they think you're a good girl because of your persona. Because you're, you, you come off as a Sandra D kind of person. I know how to act in public. How is that Sandra D? You just come off as a goody goody. You do. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Really? Really? When I'm making love to your dick, I come across well, as a good girl. not to me, but it, by and large, by the general populace or our girls, you do come off as a little preachy goody-goody. Oh, I don't preach it anymore. You are Mama Raven. I, 
God, I almost said it and I hate the word. <laughs> Educate them. I try to inform the girls in order to help them increase either their visibility or their, their profitability. <laughs> their profitability margins. Yeah, I want to help all the... Like I've said multiple times, when you and I were in the position that some of these younger girls are in, nobody would give, I don't know about you, but nobody would give me the time of day. They're all like, fuck you, you're new, fuck you. And I swore if I made it, I was never going to be that person. So I am just living up to my personal commitment that I made to myself. Yeah, but you're like, you need to stay off the drugs. You need to fly right. Get your shit together. I don't ever tell the girls they shouldn't do drugs. <laughs> I tell them to do them responsibly. Oh, that 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 helps. What's considered irresponsible use? Getting high as a kite or, or rolling on fucking ecstasy and then jumping in your car and trying to go 90 miles an hour through the middle of town. Okay, would you consider, okay, that's the bar? Because that's a pretty high bar. So, okay, uh, how about... Um, Don't OD. Okay, that's a pretty high bar, too. <laughs> yes. Okay, does Trixie use responsibly? Oh, I'm sure she doesn't. But, I mean, in your personal experience. What do you mean, in my personal experience? In your personal experience, do you think she's responsible? She uses... Oh, is she responsible? I don't know. Because I, I really only know her at Tranny House. Now, she doesn't I, act responsible there, but I don't know if that carries over to her normal life. I would say if you have life. to sleep for two days, it's not responsible. <laughs> and then you wake up and want a five-person gangbang. You're like, I'm rested now. It's like, goddamn, we filmed 12 fucking scenes while you were sleeping. Well, you have one minute now. Oh, do I? Yeah. Oh. Just making sure you know. <laughs> and, and, you know, I... I don't mind getting fucking stoned, but I hate nah, honey says Sandra D my ass. I hate when bitches get stoned before take and they can't nail their lines. That fucking pisses. You me. know, I will occasionally take a couple hits, but to become more relaxed. Yeah. I never want to be like tipsy when I'm getting ready to go on film. Cause that's just a recipe for disaster. You know, and everyone's waiting around till you get your shit together on set. You don't want to fuck with everybody else. Fucking know your shit. Nail your line. Yes. Everybody wants to get done so they yeah. can go eat. So is it time to go? Well, you got 15 seconds. All right. Well, people, I uh, hope we entertained you, made you laugh a little bit, and uh, we got to go yeah, do a photo go, shoot. Go get my yeah. butt fucked. Peace. Bye, guys. Hi, guys. I have some fun on there. Oh. going in her ass. You're going to have to burn it afterwards anyway. I'm gonna suck your fucking dick. <laughs>